0: Welcome to the Messenger Podcast. I am Addison Bevere, and I will be your host today. This is the first episode in our new series called Reset. So, today we are talking about health and wellness. And I've got some incredibly healthy people in the studio with me today, Matt, Scott, and Jordan. I'll let them introduce themselves in a second. But this is the time of year we all know that people decide I should go to the gym more, I should eat healthier, all that good stuff. I joke about it, I I watch the gym parking lot get less and less crowded as we move into February. And so our, our hope today is to give some perspective and give you some practical tools that will help you in your efforts to become more healthy and more whole, right? Does that sound good? That sounds great. Thank so you. so what I want you guys to do, the three of you, I'm going to pick on you a little bit. I'd like for you to introduce yourself, one, and then I want you to share one health or wellness goal you have already achieved and a new one you are focusing on this year. Cool. Matt, I'm going to start with you.
1: We'll go ahead and start with me. So my name is Matt and I'm the Hi, director Matt. hey and I'm the director of relations here at Messenger International recently I approached the milestone of 3010 okay and so Matt, I wanted, Come on man like that's <laughs> not a thing it was 40 but it was hard <laughs> to process that and so I wanted to enter into this decade in strength and not in fear and weakness and so I set a goal for myself of completing the go rock Race and the go ruck race is 22 miles over 12 hours carrying 45 pounds on your back. And so, I achieved that. And, like Ralph Waldo Emerson says, we acquire the strength that we overcome. And so, that was something big that I recently accomplished. It made me feel good, it made me feel like I was entering this decade with strength. And something that I've been focusing on recently is just longevity and endurance, understanding and recognize that my personal fitness. Is a goal that I'm going to have my entire life, so to pace myself.
0: That's good. So you're not going to be squatting like 500 pounds in the gym anymore.
1: No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lower those okay. numbers. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, thanks for coming down to my level. I yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. Absolutely. Addison's <laughs> laughing because he hates squats, and so I have to push him in that area yeah. sometimes. Come
2: on, guys! Every day is leg day. Okay, yeah, Scott. I like that.
0: Scott, Mr. Leg Day, introduce yourself and share some.
2: Well, I'm Scott. I reside in the marketing department here at Messenger International running some of our online advertising and one fitness goal that i had that i have achieved is i completed an iron man in under 12 hours wow wow
0: i can't even relate to that no like my mind just shut down when he said iron man it was it was blank well it's kind of like
2: a bronze man only higher. <laughs> uh, higher? okay higher. okay Think so. Okay. I did that when I was eighteen. Hey, so can you
1: break down what an Iron Man is? So some people may be listening; they may think that oh, like the superhero, but like it's it's running. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I hope no one I, actually. I, thought hey, I don't know who's listening superhero. to this. I think so, so. Next level. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I think it's
2: important that we understand it is close to the superhero. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Great. I set you just... up <laughs> on that, bro. I, I set you up, man. No, but um, it, it's a it's the kind of standard long distance triathlon. It is. miles swimming, 112 miles biking, and then a full marathon, 26.2 miles running. So it's 140.6 miles total. So if you see people with a bumper sticker on the back of their car that says 140.6, most likely situation is they've actually done an Ironman. So show some
0: respect. Get off their Mm -hmm. tail.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so get off their tail. Um, But they may have just bought it online to try to be impressive as well. You can do that. You can do that. I could do that. Uh, not Hypothetically.
0: Hypothetically speaking. I could do that, though. Hypothetically, yes. Okay. All
2: right. Yeah, and then one fitness goal that I'm focusing on for this next year is I want to get back to dunking a basketball.
0: Yeah! Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. Jordan, speaking of basketball, Michael Jordan.
3: I know. I have nowhere near his skill level or ability, (laughs) so I'll just stay in my lane. (laughs) I'm Jordan. I'm the finance manager here at Messenger. Um, And my achievements so far are not as robust as Scott and Matt's at all um, mine has to do with mindful eating so I realized I'm a very anxious eater and I stress eat all the time specifically candy so in the finance department we have an M&M jar <laughs> yeah. and I realized I would like make my way out of my office and go get like a stack of M&Ms when I was stressed out or not sure how to solve a problem or whatever so I had a come to Jesus moment and I was like Jordan You need to stop this. You're going to have three cavities for sure when you go back to the dentist and you just need to chill. So I have found other methods to calm my nerves. Praise the Lord. Um, Something that I'm thinking about for this upcoming year um, has to do with physical fitness. I have a very um, in and out relationship with like exercise just for reasons we don't have time to get into in this podcast, but um, that's something that I know there's more for me in that. Um, and I was asking the Lord one day because I had to get his help. I said, God, I am so in and out with this. What do you have to say about my body? And like, what like, what do you want for me? And he said, I have made your body to be strong. So for me, going into 2019, I'm realizing, okay, this is what God says about me. So what can I do to kind of get there and support that? Oh,
0: that's so good. Yeah. Love that. So I guess I have to answer this question too, huh?
1: Yeah, I want to okay. hear from you. Legs? That's mm. your new goal? Leg you know, my leg. wife My yeah.
0: wife did tell me recently that my legs were looking bigger. So that's Whoa. that's a step in the right direction. She used to call me uh, grasshopper. <laughs> grasshopper. She said that grasshopper. Hey, race. grasshoppers have strong legs. Yeah, they can jump <laughs> pretty far. Yeah. You know what? That's how I'm going to choose to hear that because I'm pretty sure she meant it in a different way. <laughs> anyway, well, my goal this last year was to get a six-pack again. Because it had been you know, a few years since I'd had a six-pack. We're and not I, talking soda. We're no, talk, yeah. no, like like the abs, yeah. all six of them. Okay. Yeah, and I got it. So that was good. I haven't decided my 2019 goal. I think it's probably to drink more water because I do not drink enough water. But I need, I need to take some time and really think about my health and wellness goals, especially since we're doing a podcast on this.
1: That
0: would probably be a good idea. Maybe
1: you'll be inspired from <clears throat> something that somebody shares here yeah. today. Yeah, so no <laughs> pressure.
0: One of you need to share something to – Profound. Really, really inspire me. Okay, <laughs> so let's let's segue into the big idea. So we're talking about health and wellness, and everyone knows what you need to do in, in a fundamental sense, what you need to do to be healthy. You need to eat better. You need to exercise. You need to take care of your body. You need to sleep more, drink water, all of these things. But I think what we often don't talk about is the motivation or lack thereof. So why aren't people actually doing these things that they know will make them healthier right i mean i I feel like that's a really good question to ask ourselves so i want to throw it back to you three what what motivates you to have health and fitness and wellness goals and what gets you to actually pursue those goals well i think
2: for me i want to start with one of my favorite favorite all-time verses which is proverbs 24 5 which says a wise man is full of strength and a man of understanding increases his might. Mm. And when I was looking up verses specifically for this podcast, I thought that was a great one to take totally out of context and <laughs> yeah. and just uh, Can we get just a say, "Wow!" Test <laughs> on that? Of so, yeah. so if you're listening, don't don't go and run with that as, "Oh, I got to go to the gym." But um, on a serious note, that's more talking about if you pursue wisdom and knowledge from the Lord, you add to your influence and your power as a person. Um, but as, as far as what motivates me to really take care of my health, like I really do think our bodies are temples of the Holy spirit. We need to take care of them for the long haul. If we want to pursue God's call on our life, um, we can't be compromising that by our choices that we make with our bodies. So eating well, exercising well, sleeping well, that's all a part of it for me. Um, I think so many people, um, especially when they're single, they're like, man, I got to look great. I got to lose the weight. I got to have that perfect physique. And I'm like, shoot, once you get married, all the more motivation to to do that well. And like, my wife and I talk about this all the time. Um, not all the time. We don't sit around talking every day about this. But we talk about this often, that taking care of your body is part of how you love your spouse.
1: That's good. He went there. He did. I went there. He dropped yeah, it. I love that. I'll just jump in there. Yeah. I'm fascinated with this revelation when, when you know, anything that man makes, a car, a computer, the harder you work it, uh, the less life it's going to have. But God being the grand designer and creating the human body, body, the harder you work it, the stronger it gets. The more you study, the more your mind fills with knowledge and wisdom. So it's just, it's just fascinating that God designed the, the human body like that. So I've been fascinated with this idea of we have so much potential. And in order to unlock that potential, I just kind of want to share this scripture. 1 Corinthians 9.27, and it says this, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Okay? And so I just love that scripture. Another translation says, I make my body my slave. In other words, I tell my body what to do. And that doesn't happen overnight, It's a series of disciplines and getting up in the morning and deciding I'm going to choose what I put into my body. I'm going to choose to push past my limitations. And so this idea that if I push past my comfort zone, that's where the growth really takes place. And you can do something to move the needle every single day.
0: Love it. And the thing is, too, if you feed on growth, if you believe that and challenge your body to grow, you'll start to hunger for growth. Absolutely. You'll start That's to good. realize yep. that capacity and potential, they're not stagnant, they're dynamic. Yep. And so the more you yep. feed on that, yep. the more you will develop the capacity to grow to do things that you didn't think you could do. Yeah, that seem impossible right now.
1: I- exactly. And I, I read this article from uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger the other day, and he said, go no, to no. the chopper. No. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I love doing it, Arnold. Please open your Bibles <laughs> to Second Corinthians. Going to get amen in the house of the Lord this morning. No, but what he said is, People make a common mistake is they say they recognize that they want to be in shape. And so they set this date far in the future where they're going to start doing and making all these decisions to get in shape. And he says, when you feel that motivation in the inside of your heart, I need to make a change. Do something immediately. And even if the next day you binge watch Netflix and eat cookies... Uh, you can pick back up off that ground that you took instead of just putting it in the far off distance. So take a page out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's book, okay? <laughs> and start today on whatever you feel like the Holy Spirit is illuminating to you.
2: I love that. I think so many people wait for New Year's resolution right. time yeah. to come around. And I have friends who every year in December, they're like, man, I'm going to start eating healthy. I'm going to start working out come January. That's so, totally t- me. so today, and they, and they say that as they're loading up their plate right. with cookies and desserts and other things. And I'm like, the two wor- the two words that move the world forward are do something. Like, if you want to make a change, why would you not want to make that change starting now? Right yeah. now.
0: Right. Yeah. That's good. Jordan, you have any That's thoughts?
3: That's great. I mean, just kind of what Scott was saying is doing something now. That's something that I've had to push myself to constantly do because I am a chronic procrastinator. Like, I am that Jan 1 person, and then that, you know, February 1st person who's no longer in the parking lot. Like, that is me. So it's something I've already started my New Year's resolutions as far as health already because I know if I don't do it now, it's just not yeah. not going to come. That's you know? good. And I love for that. me, I'm always thinking now, Okay, there is more for me because I tend to kind of get into this whole shame cycle where it's like, oh, I should do this. Oh, I'm not doing this. Oh, I didn't do it. Oh, I feel bad. So I'm just going to shut down. But for me, what keeps pushing me these days is there is more for me. There is more for my body. And God has designed me to be strong. So I keep going that way. And that's been my big motivator these days.
0: Yeah, I love that, Jordan.
3: I, I love that, Jordan, because you know what? You never
1: exhaust that promise that God has more for you. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to reach that limit. You're never going to hit that ceiling. No matter where you're at in your journey, God still has more for you. That's he does. such a powerful revelation.
0: It's so true, and it's, it's good to see that for today. Like, yes, you have these, these big goals for years, months, weeks, but look at today. What are the opportunities today? because it's the days that make the months, the months that make the years, and the years that make the lifetime. Okay, so I want to share a practical strategy that my wife actually shared with me recently. And it's called the five whys test. So the technique was originally developed within the Toyota Motor Corporation, and it was um, created during the evolution of of their manufacturing methodologies. And it's a critical component of problem-solving training for their engineers. And so the engineers, what they do is they ask why. Five times, so five times to get to the root issue, like why an engine is not working. Because what happens for us is we set these what's, the goals, right? these objectives, and they don't have any substance because we don't understand why they're significant. So we borrow them from other people like, oh, that's a good thing that's a goal for Jordan. I should have that goal too, but we don't have any conviction. We don't understand the why behind the what. So what this process will do for you, it will help you determine the why behind every single one of your what's, every single one of your goals. And it'll also help you figure out why you're not moving forward and some of these things that you said, hey, I want to grow in this area.
3: So based off what Addison was just saying, one of the ways that we can apply the five whys is through motivation testing. So for example, the problem is I can't get to a health weight. The first why would be I don't like exercising. Second why is I don't like running and you keep going. Third why I don't like getting up early. Fourth why I don't want to give up my sleep. And the fifth why is the clincher here. It's the root cause. You realize I'm not at a healthy weight because I think exercising means I have to get up early and run, which is an activity I don't want to do.
1: Jordan, that's great. And that actually works with goal setting as well. But instead of focusing on the don'ts, you're focusing on the wants, the desire behind your motivation. So for instance, let's just stick with that same like that same goal. I want to be healthy. I want to be a healthy weight by March, let's just say. Okay, so your number one why. I want to have more energy. I want to drink less coffee, depend on less soda. So I want to have more energy. Number two why. Uh, I want my clothes to fit better. I want to look better. I want to feel better. Uh, number three, I, I, I want to look good in pictures, okay? You ever notice that the first person you look at in a picture is yourself? No, I've, I don't do that. Yeah, never, I knew I don't that do somebody that. was going to I, say that. I
0: zoom in and look at everyone else, and then I look at me well,
1: at the very end. Most people studies show that the first person <laughs> they look at, with the exception of Addison Bevere— <laughs> is themselves. And so we're trying to get there, but this is one of those things that you can For the (laughs) record, I feel like I need to
0: come clean. I I, I do indeed look at myself first. I'm not proud of it, but I do. I love your (laughs) humility and your transparency. I I felt like I had to tell you that.
1: No, that's good. Get that off your chest. This is a safe place. It is a safe place. Anybody else need to say anything? I'm good. (laughs) I'm great. (laughs) So going along with that, your fourth why would be I wanna live a long and healthy life and I know that everybody that should be the passion and goal of their life. Um and fifth I would know,
0: say a passion, not the passion. Right? Yeah. Well I think there's probably goals it should setter. be
1: a passion, but it's right up there because mm-hmm. let's say say the calling Top seven. Top five. Top five? Okay. I'm gonna top say, six. I'm going to say top five. Okay. Okay? Top six. And number five, going along with this why, is um, I want to prove to myself that when I set a goal, then I can accomplish it. And I want to share something out of the scripture. Habakkuk two two says this, that write the vision, make it plain on tablets. Okay? So when you get a vision, when you get a goal, it is so important for you to be able to write it down. Now some people have a pretty good memory it. to articulate it. Okay? Because your pen or your iPad has 100% memory if you if you take the time to record that. Interestingly enough it also says tablets. I think this is so important. Put that goal in multiple places. Okay? So, so one of the things that I do Is so, for instance, my wife made the comment, I loved it when we were dating and I couldn't put my arms around your bicep, but now I can. So,
2: (laughs) wow, yeah, I know her hands, not her arm.
1: Did I say her arms? Yeah, her hands around my bicep. Her biceps aren't that big. (laughs) I wish (laughs) we got like some
0: 30 inch biceps over
1: here, those those were huge. You try to hug them, but um, that hit me, and so what I did is I wrote, um you can check a dry erase marker and everybody looks at themselves in the mirror every single morning, except for Addison. But I didn't, say, you, anything. I know, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. No, you didn't. I could see it in your eyes. And so just write down, hey, your arms are getting scrawny. You need to do something about it. I wrote that down on my mirror. So every morning I had to face off with that truth. Or you could write something positive and say, you're gonna do this today. Your right. Are I was get like, that's kind bigger. of an intense,
3: like <laughs> yeah. negative thing. Like but your scrawny arms, get it together right. every different morning. Different people respond <laughs> to Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. true. So I had a military background, so I
1: liked people screaming over me okay. to to push me beyond my limitations. But if you're a positive person, just say, Hey, you got this. You can do this today. Don't let this slip by. But it's a constant reminder. And it's also you got your wife peering over your shoulder and saying, hey, how are you coming on that goal? Well, why don't you go ahead and check out my biceps? So those are some things that you can do um, in the five whys that yeah. I think will help everybody, a practical application.
0: So good, Matt. All right. So, Scott, I'm going to pick on you now. Uh-oh. So, Scott, let's apply this. What's one health or wellness goal you are stuck in achieving that, that you haven't accomplished? And if you applied this method, what would – the process look like for you? What would your series of
2: whys look like? Well, one that I'm stuck in achieving is I wanna dunk a basketball at age 40. And the main issue there, it's really just one why is I'm not 40, so I can't do it yet. And when we get to 40, we'll go through the five whys if it's not happening. (laughs) But on, on a serious note, and that, and that is serious. But on a serious, applicable now, note, dunking
0: is serious business. It oh, it's is serious. Serious. most people can't do stuff.
2: that. I can't. Even like more one. serious is getting dunked on. Oof! I, Ooh, I've yeah. almost been dunked on two times in my life, and I have like you guys, do
0: whatever you have to do to keep them. You from do dunking. whatever. You, it, whatever. It, it, whatever.
2: I don't care if they're your best friend, and one of yeah. them was a really good friend of mine. I just hugged him midair. There was no way. Absolutely. That was so, total side note: if that ever happens to you, that's a, that's sound counsel give people air hugs if they're going to die. You don't right want to get posterized. You don't want to get posterized. You don't want that. Um, but one goal that I, I've really struggled with over the years, I'm pretty consistent with working out and taking care of my body. I'm pretty consistent with eating healthy. The area that I struggle with the most is sleep. And I tend to do most of my thinking at night. I tend to um, do a lot of my introvert time in the evenings. If I've been social all day, like I want to I want to sit, I want to think, I want to read, I want to journal in the evenings. And, Especially after my wife goes to bed, since being married, that's kind of my alone time. It's kind of the, the remnants of my alone time that I'm hanging on to in the meantime. So as far as like the five whys thing goes, like the first why that it's difficult for me to go to sleep and get, like the goal would be probably seven and a half to eight hours a night. Why, why is that difficult for me? I like my alone time. That's when I get most of my alone time. I, I tend to find that to be some of my most productive time of the day. Not as far as like getting work done, but as far as growing as a person. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I tend to do most of my Bible reading in the evenings. Yeah, and I tend to probably spend too much time researching things online or. on There's phone. the truth, and that and that too one much is just time like on the phone. Too we hit much it. time on the phone. <laughs> Get off in that the screen and and so those are a lot of the, di- the different whys and maybe the biggest one is i lack a strong enough vision for what having more sleep in my life will do to the productivity in the rest of my day yeah, right that's a good I feel point. Like i'm going to lose the time mm-hmm. if i don't get it late at night yeah
0: because everything's an exchange yeah Everything, Yep. everything in life. If you're going north, you're rejecting south. If you're saying yes to one thing, you're saying no to everything else. And so maybe for you, Scott, you haven't figured out what are you saying yes to by saying no to all of the things that keep you from getting more sleep.
2: Not needing coffee in mm-hmm. the morning. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need it every day, but there are some days where it's like, ugh. Like, you I, have that look. I, I Everyone that. sees
0: the look. It's like, oh, don't talk to that person. They haven't had coffee yet. My can, wife gives me that look every morning, so can, I, I know it when oh, I wow. see it.
2: You can talk to me it, the quality of what you get back <laughs> before I have, have coffee. I'm not going to be mean. I'm just maybe not going to be the smartest. Yeah.
0: Before then. Well, I think I think what we're getting at here, whether it's five wise or seven wise or a hundred wise, is you have to understand why you have a goal so many people set these goals they make list of goals 10 15 20 30 goals goals for each week goals for each day goals for each month and the reality is if they don't understand their why if they don't understand the cost of the goal cuz every goal has a cost and i think that's funny how people will be like i'm adding all these new goals to my life right. and i'm not changing anything about what I've done up to this point. I wanna keep it all the exact same, but now somehow I wanna
1: add all of this and radically change my life. It's like a garden you can't just keep planning without weeding it first. Right. Or it's going to choke out those new things that you're trying to plan. And people go into the new year so many times with a list of all these things they want to do, like you were just alluding to, but they haven't taken the inventory of the things that are going to um, impede that growth or, or hurt those things that they're Absolutely. trying to initiate.
0: So what I would recommend that you do, and I, I, this is what I personally do, I break my goals into quarters. I have annual goals, but I break them into quarters. And then I make a list of things that I want to define my year. So when I look back at that year, these are the things I want to remember. And then what I do is I ask myself, why? And I'll spend time really meditating on the why. And then the ones that have the most compelling whys rise to the surface. And those are the ones that I say, okay, these are actually my goals for the year. And then I count the cost For those whys. like for instance, I wrote a book in 2018. There was a cost to write a book in 2018. Yeah. One of my goals in years past had been to read at least 70 books per year. So when I looked at writing a book, I knew that reading 70 books per year, that goal was going to have to change. So I changed that goal from 70 books. to 30 books because I was writing a book. Does that make sense? Yeah, like I, I, I couldn't just keep doing the same thing year in and year out and add this new thing, which would require a lot of time and energy and attention and focus from me of writing a book. Right. How now, do did you, you hear that? Up... Did you hear that right? Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, okay. How do
3: you come up with kind of your metrics? Like do you just throw in an arbitrary number like, oh is a good number, let me just roll with that. And if that doesn't work, how do you know, oh, I'm going to switch down to 30? Like, or is it trial and error? You just make it up and see good, what happens. Good question. That's a
0: really good question. So specifically reading books?
3: Well, for me,
0: 70 is a stretch goal. So it's pretty easy for me to read four to five books per month. And so 70 requires me to do things that are outside of my normal routine. And I know you hear that, and that may sound like a lot of books for some of you. The reality is, though, I never read for more than 20 minutes. And because I I read in small intervals of time, I'm able to read a lot of books. And another tip, I never read just one book at a time. I typically read four to six books at a time. And what that does is it keeps me interested in the content that I'm reading. So the moment I get sick of reading one book, I'm like, I've read enough of that book for the day. I switch to a different book, and then I switch to a different book. And I normally don't read more than 10 to 20 pages in a book at a time.
3: So basically you started with what you already were doing, and kind of built a goal, you you realize what your foundation was and built a goal on top of that. Exactly. Okay.
0: Great. And that and that's the thing, like with learning, with growth, with anything, we learn, we grow through association. So what you know today was built upon years and years of associated knowledge. So everything, all the complex reasoning that that we indulge in today is built on very simple concepts, but there, there's layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. So that's how we learn. That's how we grow. We learn through association. So you do have to take what you've known, what's familiar to you, look at that, be critical about it, and then build on top of that. Change it, tweak it, add to it. But it's, it's good to be honest with yourself. And I think that's a real key here in asking the why is like, take an honest assessment of where you're at. I think so many people full, um, fail in setting goals because they don't take an honest assessment of where they're at today. Right. Because when you right. take that honest assessment, what it does is it, it actually says, hey, this is where I'm starting my journey yeah. at. Now I can create a roadmap toward this desired destination.
2: Yeah. And I think another reason so many people fail at goals is because they give up when they fail at goals. And I, I know that, like, you're listening to this podcast, February is coming up, and the, the gym parking lot is about to be a lot emptier than it was in, in January. 50% empty. Easily. And one of the things that i've learned that's helped so much over the years is amazon ceo jeff bezos says it's always day one like treat Mm -hmm. every day like day one like when you're coming into work whatever you're doing treat it like day one and i think with goal setting and accomplishing goals if you messed up yesterday if you haven't done it for the last month and you set this resolution pick it back up don't say oh i I missed it this year i'm gonna wait till next year Like whenever you want to make a change every action you take toward that change Counts and celebrate it. Don't get down on yourself. Right. It's good, Scott, that you missed the day before. Don't miss today.
1: Right. Well, Babe Ruth said it's hard to beat somebody that doesn't quit, and it's hard to lose if you don't quit. It's hard to fail. No, you'll so you'll eventually win. You'll eventually win if you keep swinging. And so that's kind of the concept that you were talking about—just picking yourself back up and 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 moving forward.
0: Awesome. You got y'all. Have any other thoughts? Final thoughts on this whole idea of setting goals and growing.
2: And I think the whole idea of kind of find your why is so important. Simon Sinek says if you have the right why, you can accomplish any how. And I know books start with why. For the record, the book is start with why. Um, and, and so I would just circle back to that, guys. Really dive into that if you need to. Take out some pen and paper and actually write it down. Don't just kind of do the exercise in your head and come up with a couple of whys. Actually do it. Maybe open a notepad on your phone and really try to get to the core issue. Of, of why you haven't been able to get some of these goals in the past, because that's gonna really help you going forward.
0: Yeah, and the reason why we honed in on health and fitness today is because when you don't feel good, when your body isn't healthy, it is really hard to grow. It's really hard to exert yourself. It's really hard to take on new challenges, new responsibilities, new opportunities. So that is why we really focused in on well-being, fitness, because that is so significant. If we are going to be able to be effective messengers, if we're gonna be able, if we're gonna be people whose lives tell stories, we have to be healthy. It's right. really hard to tell a good story if you're barely moving through life, am I right? If you're dragging your feet, if you don't have energy, if you don't have a vision for the temple that God has given to you, your body is a temple. We all understand that concept. And so that's why we've honed in on that particular idea in today's episode. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this first episode of our Reset series was helpful as you may be working on your health and wellness goals. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't miss out on any of the new episodes in this new season as they come out. And as always, we love your feedback. So drop us a comment and let us know what content you would like to hear about or write a review and rate the show. When you write a review and rate the show, it really helps the show's visibility. So please, please, please do that. Also, don't forget to share this episode with a friend or family member who may need a little extra help working on their new year working on their new year's goals remember friends share so be a good friend and share this episode with your friends scott matt jordan y'all are amazing thank you so much for lending your time your wisdom your extraordinary people i love doing life with you and i look forward to doing this again soon
4: hey it's john bevere can i ask you a couple questions have you ever felt that you are going completely opposite of the dreams that god's placed in your heart Or have you asked yourself, God, where are you? Or have you ever wondered if it's your fault that you're going through the hardship or the disappointment you may be experiencing? Well, this is what the wilderness season feels like. But the really good news is that while every believer goes through a wilderness, we don't have to stay there. I've talked to countless men and women who are in the midst of a wilderness season. In fact, two of the most popular episodes Lisa and I did in our podcast show called Conversations were about this very topic. In 30 years of ministry, I've experienced my fair share of wilderness seasons. And initially, I absolutely didn't know what was going on. But here's the really good news. You don't have to be that way. And you can know the right thing to do in the midst of that season. My new book, God, Where Are You?, is available right now In this message, I share scriptural insights and practical strategies to help you discover how to find strength and most importantly, purpose in your wilderness. If any of this resonates with you, I'd encourage you to pick up a copy for yourself and a friend today.
1: God, Where Are You? is available now. Visit GodWhereAreYouBook.com
4: to order your copy today.